Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. On July 23rd, 1999, Robert Plant ended a seventh-month absence from the road. But instead of playing arenas and festivals with Jimmy Page, he had decided instead to sing cover songs at an English brewery without his name being involved. His new band, Priory of Brian, maintained an average of five gigs per month for the next year and a half, mostly in England and Wales, with Robert insisting that their bookings not involve his own name being publicized. Other members of the band used pseudonyms, including guitarist Carlisle Egypt, who happened to play guitar in the Band of Joy, with Robert and John Bonham a year and a half before Led Zeppelin. His real name was Kevin Gammond. On July 24th, 1977, Led Zeppelin played at the Oakland Coliseum, not aware that things were about to become really difficult for them to remain in America. The morning after the second Oakland show, John Bonham was among four members of Led Zeppelin's camp who were arrested for their suspected roles in violent scenes backstage. When Robert Plant arrived where Led Zeppelin was scheduled to play next, the news from back home was enough for all of Led Zeppelin events to take a back seat. That news was that Robert's son had a stomach virus that proved to be fatal. Another day's end. I remember when my world came falling down. Fifty years ago, around late July into early August 1968, Robert Plant visited Jimmy Page at his boathouse in Pangburn to discuss the kind of band Jimmy envisioned forming. The Yardbirds do their last date, I think it's beginning of July. During August, I find Robert Plant and I work with Robert Plant. I get into my house and I play him various ideas of things that I want to do on this album. There was just he and I and I played him some material that I'd done with the Yardbirds, like Dazed and Confused. I'm dazed and confused, hanging on by thread. I'm being abused, I'd be better off dead If you're out to get me, you're on the right track Quitting, teasing, I'm starting to crack Fifty years ago, around late July into early August 1968, Robert Plant visited Jimmy Page's house and they bonded over the music that was in Jimmy's collection. Here's a sampling of what they heard. <laughs> Shut me, baby. You shut me all night long. Just me, just me, just me, just me. Well, when you just want to treat me right, you like to ball in the morning, stay out late at night. You got me craving, in my bed you've been saving. You see what I miss? I'm on. Forty-five years ago, on July twenty-seventh, nineteen seventy-three. A Led Zeppelin performance at Madison Square Garden kicked off three nights of filming. When Zeppelin were given a private screening of the concert footage, they were surprised by how long the screen turned black while Zeppelin were supposed to be playing. John Paul Jones relays what went on in discussions. We were watching the rushes and there's big holes in it. What happened to this song? There's a big hole in it. Oh, well, Peter Grant told us not to waste film, so when we didn't think anything was happening, we switched the camera off. Right. <laughs> now, Zeppelin were going to recreate a concert renting Shepperton Studios in England 
and pretending to be playing at the garden. I got the call. John, we're going to Shepparton. You want to fill in these little holes in this number, that number? Uh, anything you need? I went, yeah, six inches of hair. I just cut it all off. On July 30th, 1984, Stephen Stills released a solo album called Right By You with some guest appearances by Jimmy Page. The title track of the album was one of three songs that featured Page's guitar work. Jimmy appeared on the first and last songs of the Stephen Stills album, and also one other in between titled Flaming Heart. Take notice that Flaming Heart was also a Led Zeppelin lyric. Fifty years ago, on July 31st, 1968, Jimmy Page went to London to attend a show by the singer Tim Rose because Page was interested in the drummer recommended to him by his new friend, Robert Plant. I'd seen John Bonham play, and I felt him play, actually. It was quite an experience. And he was, he was playing with a, a musician called Tim Rose, who wrote, um, he wrote um, Morning Dew. I think he might have written Hey Joe as well, that Jimi Hendrix did. So, so um, there were now sort of a possible three, and John Paul Jones. Jimmy Page now had the complete lineup of Led Zeppelin picked out in his mind. John Paul Jones was ready to quit his lifestyle of non-stop studio recording sessions, and Robert Plant was ready to make the leap. But Jimmy and Robert now had to persuade Bonham to be their drummer. Fifty years ago, on August 1st, 1968, Jimmy Page placed a long-distance call to his manager, Peter Grant, who realized that if Jimmy was spending money to place a long-distance call, then it must be important. Jimmy rang me up and said, like, I thought, this is unusual. Jimmy calling me, he's spending money on the call. So I said, I saw a drummer, heard a drummer last night. He said, he's so unbelievable, we just got to get him. And that was John Bonham. When Jimmy told Peter Grant how much he wanted John Bonham to play the drums in the New Yardbirds, Peter started sending telegrams to him. It was a messaging campaign that did not produce immediate results. He had to send as many as 30 telegrams over the next week or so before Bonham finally decided whether or not he was joining the New York Birds. Fifty years ago, by August 2nd, 1968, Jimmy Page had gone out of his way to seek out Robert Plant, and he was impressed by his vocals. They also spent some time together listening to music and discussing the direction they could take in a band together. And when Robert heard Jimmy play, he realized what a good fit they'd be for each other. Robert had decided in his teen years to pack it in as a singer if he didn't make it big by the age of 20. And his 20th birthday was on the 20th of the month, so this had better be the band that was going to make him famous. You know, I mean, I was fed up with fixing the roads and working on a Saturday and a Sunday. You know, I mean, it was nice to meet anybody. And when I heard him play, it was such a celebration. It was great to hear somebody who could play the blues with an attitude that wasn't just black. Fifty years ago, on August 3rd, 1968, John Bonham played a show in Birmingham, England with the American singer Tim Rose. It was possibly at this show that Robert Plant attended so that he could encourage his friend Bonzo to join the New York Birds. But Bonzo had other offers to consider. He was already enjoying steady pay in Tim Rose's band, and he was also being sought out separately by singers Chris Farlow and Joe Cocker. And Pat Bonham, John's wife, had grown skeptical of her husband working in yet another band with Robert Plant after they failed to take off as first the 
Crawling King Snakes, and later the Band of Joy. And the Yardbirds had not had a hit song in three years. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.